I've heard police work is dangerous. It is. That's why I carry a big gun. Aren't you afraid it might go off accidentally? I used to have that problem. And what did you do about it? I just think about baseball. Take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. I can't believe that Leslie Nielsen was in his 70s when he started this franchise, when he started starring in in the Naked Gun movies. He was already in his 70s. That's amazing to me. And, And he has... Leslie Nielsen, any conversation of this film has to begin and end with Leslie Nielsen because he is so good at what he does. He is, is perfect at playing the Leslie Nielsen character. I, I don't think there's anybody that could do it quite the way that he does it. He's got so much natural charisma. It just oozes off of him. You just want to like him. Yeah. There's something about his face and his delivery and sort of the old man vibe that he's lovable. to it. He's just he's lovable. He's so lovable. He's like, <laughs> he's like the world's greatest grandpa that still is working. You know, that like, you know, yeah. you know, he's still in the police, you know, squad. And but he, he's just the silver hair, just the kind eyes, just everything about him and his very very somber delivery. Just yes. slays it. Dry, deadpan. It almost seems like he, as an actor, and he, as the characters he plays, never tells the joke. He never, no. he never sell, he never tells the self conscious. This is a joke. All of his humor is based off of the reaction. It's all based off of the misunderstanding something. Like she's like, "Would you come in for a nightcap?" And he's like. No, thanks. I don't wear caps. <laughs> it goes back to the, you know, don't call me Shirley stuff from Airplane. Yeah. I mean, th- th- this is his deadpan delivery and everything is, he-, he never plays a single thing as a joke. No. Everything's a reaction that sets up comedy. It is the perfect deadpan. Well, what's what's great about this, and I was, and I always knew this story, but but he wanted to be a serious actor. You know, he was a serious actor. Yeah. He had a whole career. His entire true. career up until that point was serious. Yeah, true, Drama. true, true. So what's great is you can almost see that, though, in, in his comedy. Like, it's almost like he's trying to be so serious mm-hmm. that it works. But it, but he does it effortlessly. It's not like he's trying, you know. Yep. He just went in to, these, to this situation. Because they always say the best comedy... If you it really comes from from drama, you know, without the drama, you don't have the comedy. 
And so, you know, remove the jokes. And a lot of times you have drama. I mean, that's the same thing with the naked gun. But he goes in and plays it so straight, like a dramatic performance. But that's what makes it so damn funny because the writing in this movie is next level. Even scenes where there's supposed to be some plot point communicated, there's always this window dressing of of hilarity of uh, just... I don't know. Think of the time when he she comes over to his apartment and he's got a bunch of expired food in the fridge and stuff <laughs> and curdled milk. And she's, yeah. I didn't think that place, that place closed down three years ago. <laughs> I didn't feel like Chinese anyway. And he's like <laughs> passing out because of it. It's just literally all that scene was her, I think, coming over to ask him to go meet with her boss. That was it. I mean, they could have gotten through that scene in 30 seconds, but it was like three minutes because there's all these sight gags and things. But I mean, that's what makes it though. That's what, again, it's everything that's built to move plot also still has comedy where a lot of times I feel like comedies today, it's one or the other, it's one or the other, or and it gets bogged down. Yeah, like, exactly. With it's plot or, or just, it's trying to be funny and nothing's happening. So it's just a random scene. I mean, we saw a lot of that in Clerks. Clerks is great, but there is definite delineation between here's a funny chunk of dialogue about the Death Star in Return of the Jedi yep. for five minutes. Now we're going to move the plot forward over here in a completely different scene. And yes, funny stuff might happen, but in Naked Gun, the two things are the exact same. Everything is moving forward the plot and being funny. Which is why it had critical success. I, I think if it if it wasn't that way, I don't think this would be on the top 100. It just wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's yeah. just good. I mean, everything, even uh, just even the hospital he names, I was spitting out loud, Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. <laughs> like that was the name of the hospital. <laughs> that, and he says it as an aside. I almost missed it. I was like, wait, did I hear that right? <laughs> like he throws it away. He just can throw it away and stay so straight that you almost have to go like, wait, did I actually hear? Because, you know, you nobody would ever name a hospital the worthless miracle. But that's it's just awesome. Now, I, ne- I never saw Police Squad, the TV show. Yeah, I, I never, never did either. This was, and so this is the the full the full title is the Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad exclamation point I love how these guys like Airplane had the exclamation point like Police Squad has exclamation point <laughs> I believe the show Police Squad had the exclamation point in it it's it's just like part of their shtick it was canceled I heard one person I heard um, on Minty Comic Arts. He said it was canceled after four episodes and Wikipedia says it was six episodes, but it, it, it didn't last. It was it early eighties. You know, Leslie Nielsen had his break in, in airplane as far as comedy. And then this team developed police squad and it got canceled after a handful of episodes with the exclamation but it led mark. to this. It did have the exclamation <laughs> mark. It, 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 and it, and it led to this series, which let's face it was way better suited for an R rated movie than a network television comedy. Come 100%. If on. you have, you have to go <laughs> R rated with this. Nobody wants the water, the watershed, like lukewarm comedy in a movie yeah. like no. this. I mean, because if you don't have this, it, you, be you don't, way you don't get the full body condom. I mean, how funny was that? You wouldn't get the statues. No, nope. that he's the, 
you, you wouldn't get all the racy comedy and innuendo. It's you wouldn't get the raunch. It would be so watered down. And I bet it was really watered down and lame. And so this made for a much better. I mean, even the name Naked Gun, the Naked Gun is classic. And they were originally going to call it the Police Squad. That was going to be the movie. It was going to oh, be wow. Police Squad, but they decided for a few reasons not to. Police Academy was way bigger at the time. Well, Police Academy was on its fifth iteration. Police Academy 5 came out in 1988, and they're like, oh eh, Police gosh. Squad, Police Academy, too close. F- the fifth one was already out by 88? The fifth <laughs> one was out in 88. They milked that. They milked that drug. So they thought that was too slow. And they literally had a list. Like, the studio gave them a list of names you could choose, and the Naked Gun just jumped out at them, and... It's so perfect for what this movie is and the innuendo. Even even the um, the poster of him writing on this phallus-shaped bullet is just... <laughs> Chet, you would know better than I do. I was going to save this for later in the conversation. You, you, you would know better, not just better than I would do, you would know and I wouldn't know. Do they still make comedies like this anymore? With the extremely broad, over-the-top, gag after gag, I will go ahead and say a lot of it's stupid and lowbrow and and not intelligent, but it works for me. This is so funny the way the gags, all the sight gags. You gotta pay attention to this movie because so much of it's visual. Oh yeah, so much so much of it's a, a joke within a joke. And 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 sight gags and raunch and well, I mean, and all of that. Do they do they still make movies on on this level of just ridiculousness? Yeah, I was going to say because that was one note that I had is that these movies were so ridiculous, like beyond crazy ridiculous. But I loved them. Right, the closest mm-hmm. thing you get today would be like an Andy Samberg, you know, or Will Ferrell yeah. still doing does some things. Um, but I, I, but the thing is when it comes to those movies, this is where they differ. They're funny, but they know they're funny. And, and unlike the naked gun, the, the, you know, Will Ferrell and Andy Samberg, they're almost laughing on screen at their own jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see it and it, it doesn't bother me for that style when done right. But it's not to the level of this. This is a serious drama written with sheer belly laughing, sometimes very stupid jokes. But the stupid is so stupid that you still laugh. And I think that's mm-hmm. the difference. That They don't do stuff like that anymore. The, the last thing I could think of that had this style of comedy was Wayne's brother stuff. Wayne's brother stuff. Not Wayne's brothers. Wayne's <laughs> brother stuff. Like Don't Be a Menace. Like the scary movies, well, at least two or three were were based off of a couple of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, three and four, I mean, was based off of one of the Zuckers. I, that's the last... I mean, so we're talking 20 plus years ago from my perspective. Yeah, exactly. Where this kind of comedy was a thing. No, 100%. I mean, the only thing that comes into my mind is Andy Samberg's... He made a spoof movie about being a pop star. 
uh, called like Never Stop Stopping Never or something. I forget the name of the title, but it's the it's like this really long title. And and that came out already. I think that was even almost seven years ago or so. And and because he's playing a pop star, it works for his style of comedy because it's so ridiculous. But that's probably the closest thing that I can really remember of something being so farcical and so insane. Mm-hmm. They don't do this stuff anymore. I, and I don't no, know why. Don't. It's It's got to be worth a shot to try to do something like this again because it can't be expensive. It can't be... You, you kind of want... A, Leslie Nielsen obviously was a known commodity, but he wasn't Leslie Nielsen yet. True. I mean, this is where he became Leslie Nielsen. And, you know, you find a kind of a no name or or even a washed up actor, even somebody who's like used to do serious drama only and then put him in, in something like this. With a bunch of gags. I could see it working. Yeah, I mean, I like stuff I like that. I want to see these guys do something again. I like... I want to see this team. I know, I know. And by the way, the movie is called Pop Star. Never Stop Never Stopping. <laughs> <laughs> I like him, so I may check you, that you, out. Some, I, I would have encourage a bunch of song you to check, parodies. I would encourage you to check it out. It's just, it's, it's, again, it's so ridiculous, but it's actually pretty funny. I've seen it twice. So the Naked Gun cost twelve million to make and made one hundred and fifty-two. I think it might be worth it for a studio to try this kind of comedy again. I'm just, just saying. Just yeah, but there's a huge a difference shot. in movies Look at that today. Return. There's a huge difference. The marketplace has changed. You know, you could do stuff like this back then. That's that's let's let's get into some of that because <laughs> there's there's you. I mean, just even that opening scene, even though they are the United States enemies, I don't think you see that in 2022. You can't get away with that. I don't think you see a white cop go in and punch a bunch of, like, people from different cultures, even though they were, many of them were, quote, terrorists, unquote, in that room. You know, rubbing off Miguel Gorbachev's, Gorbachev's, um, spot on his head i knew it you couldn't do that no i mean no studio would risk alienating and then you've alienated the international market think about all those people that you'd be offending and yeah that was the one thing about america in the 80s and 90s we didn't care if we we didn't pissed off some international (laughs) terrorists we were like okay don't play the movie but now (laughs) now you can't Video Death Loop is the show where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. Come in on any episode. Video Death Loop, new episodes every Friday. What's that? Majestically cresting the horizon as it makes its way into port. Why, it's the brand new HyperX Armada monitors, mounts, and arms. Both the HyperX Armada 25 and 27 gaming monitors come bundled with a sturdy HyperX Armada mount and arm. If you need every split second of advantage when gaming, the Full HD Armada 25 and its 240Hz refresh rate are for you. If you like to soak in the graphical majesty of your gaming, you'll be eyeing the Quad HD Armada 27 with an 165Hz refresh rate. Set sale for HyperX.com or Amazon.com to start making your display Armada. 
Alan, in 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our game dev podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, prototyping. Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts or at nicegames.club. Here's something that you wouldn't do anymore in this day and age. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, who weren't alive at the time, O.J. Simpson probably killed his wife in 94. <laughs> yeah. He was acquitted in 95 or 96. But, I mean, I think there's some OJ- massive air quotes on that acquittal. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was found not guilty in the criminal uh, system, but he was found liable in the civil system. So, there you go. Um he was OJ, famous football player, huge uh, football player. Yeah, big time celebrity. Yeah, it was, huge he was he was in Roots. You know, he was in another movie. And before I, and this. I forgot how little of screen time he had in in this one because I remember almost nothing. in the Naked Gun thirty three and a third and uh, also right. two and a half. He has a way bigger part because he hadn't killed his wife yet. Uh, in fact, he. <laughs> I mean, allegedly, or I guess <laughs> found not allegedly, guilty. probably uh, in Minecraft. You know, but but I just remember when he came on screen, I was like, he's good in these movies. He was. He was so good, and I just I had this moment like, why? Damn it, OJ. Why, <laughs> OJ? Like, why would you do that? Like. You had a really good thing going. You had not only success on the field, but you managed to have mm-hmm. success on the screen. Usually that's reserved mm-hmm. for rappers, okay? Yeah. And musicians. He, he no, was... you were a football guy who ended up making it into mainstream Hollywood. Why? Why F it up? Weird Al was a huge fan of Police Squad. He loved the show Police Squad. Oh, wow. Well, Somehow he heard this movie was being made. He wanted to be in it. He was in it. And he was so excited about it. This is 88. So he was a big deal, but UHF hadn't happened yet. He hadn't hit, you know, he was a big deal doing all the the Michael Jackson stuff. But he had more levels of fame in front of him. Oh, 100%. Well, he, would t- he was so proud of it. He would take people to the movie. He'd just like, hey, you want to go see this movie? Not tell them anything about it. And then he's just in it. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a weird owl move. That'd be like me taking people to your movie when it's out in theaters, not telling them that I've got a part in it and that I've got a speaking (laughs) role. You're literally in the first 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Or first 10. Yeah. Yeah. Just like weird owl. So there you go. I thought that was. That was funny. That seems like a weird owl thing. And I would do that too. And I will do that. That's really funny that he would go to that lengths to show people a movie that he was in <laughs> rather than just telling people like, Hey, go check out that movie. I got a cameo in it. I think he also really liked the movie and it gave him a reason to go watch it again. I mean, it, it this is weird owl type of comedy. I mean, this is UHF definitely is in the same vein but not as expertly done you know it's it's just it's just a bunch of gags but it's not as like seamless and kind of woven into the comedy it's very much here's a gag 
yeah. rather than yeah. worked into the comedy expertly like the Zuckers did. Yeah, they he his stuff goes to the other side. <laughs> it's still funny, <laughs> but it's either plot or comedy. <laughs> I mean, the last thing I got to say about Frank Drebin. He was not a good police officer. <laughs> and just a couple of the things that I know. He, so he, he shot five actors in the Shakespeare at the park. He's like, well, if you would have seen people wearing togas in the middle of summer, you would have shot. Those were actors. And he, and she confirmed he killed them. Like, yeah. you killed five actors that day. And then uh, later he was like in the office and he's like, Oh, there's that evidence for so-and-so. Yeah. He was innocent. <laughs> and his boss goes, he died in the chair two years ago. That's where that evidence came from. Was <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was innocent. Yeah, he was executed in the electric chair two years ago. And then um, you can't have jokes like that today and and for better or worse. I don't know. But like, think about that. I mean, you said horrible at his job, horrible Horrible at his job. At least six people were dead because of him. That's and those are the ones that are just mentioned in the 85 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And and uh, and he finally gets kicked off the, the force temporarily for, you know, sliding across the table with the queen. Um. Oh, yeah, the queen was part of that. The queen was the whole idea of doing this whole thing. The queen was at the baseball game. She wasn't killed. Spoiler alert. Um, and then the final thing, that that final showdown with the bad guy who's got the Uzi and he's holding it to her head. And then Frank Drebin grabs some random stranger. <laughs> Two can play at that game. He takes a hostage and points the gun to her head. <laughs> Just like, holy shit, he's the worst cop ever. I mean, but, but it, that that was so funny, funny, though. Well, I mean, all of it oh, was funny. I mean, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, because they're again, this is what kind of comedy is. It's like we're laughing at the things that we know we shouldn't laugh at. You know, yes, yep. horrible at his job. You know, but if he was good at his job, it wouldn't be quite as funny and fun. And we're kind of meant to laugh at the at the absurdity of it. Oh yeah. It's and it is absurd. And this is one of those movies I was not allowed to watch growing up. This was very much go to your room. Mom and dad are going to watch a movie. <laughs> so it wasn't until 33 and a third came out that I saw one of them because that was only PG 13 and then was able to go back. And I wanted to see like, cause I remember these movies being really broad, extremely broad comedy oh, slapstick yeah. dumb. Was it too dumb? Does 41 year old Adam still find funny? Find it funny? Yes, I absolutely do. I think it's great. These movies are great. I can't wait to do two and a half and 33 and a third. Same, same. And that's, that's the thing. There's a number of comedies and a number of movies that, that we've done where it was nice going back. I chuckled a few times. Uh, This actually was a very fun viewing for me. And, and, yeah, I still I watched laughed. it twice. I, I still hours. laughed. You watched it twice. Um, yeah, anybody that hasn't seen this movie in a while, go back and check it out. And if you haven't seen this movie ever, then you're missing out. So do yourself a favor and watch this movie. Yeah, between Adam, Chad, and Roger Ebert, three thumbs up. 33 and a third thumbs up. <laughs> God save the queen. <laughs>